You are listening to the UI podcast by the Swedish Institute of International Affairs. So, hi, Shireen. Hi. Welcome. This is our uh, research track where uh, we talk to researchers about their research. <laughs> and uh, so, I'm talking to you now. This is really nice. Uh, you're one of our international researchers. Yes. Uh, in the special research program. Yes. And uh, you've been here for a few years now. Yeah, two, two almost, on and off. And uh, during this time, I know you, you've had a book published. Yeah. We're going to talk about your book, so you can tell us more about it. But I'd like to hear more about your research first. Yes, uh, well, uh, the book just came out in paperback last month. And so now it is affordable by normal humans, <laughs> so, so that's really exciting. Um, but my research route, like, how did I get into research? Yeah. I think, like most people, I got into research mostly because I was really um, interested in the roots of things. So the roots of, you know, uh, our social and political realities, but also the roots of, uh, of who we are as people and how we see the world and... Uh, why the world looks the way it does and so and i think that when you know more about the roots of uh who you are and and your history and how uh you know a state was created or the social and political realities where you live you kind of get to create a map of how you can change that too so it's kind of like a journey of self-transformation but also it's a journey that gives you the key into you know different ways that you could change the world because it comes from this kind of idea that you know because the world was created by humans which we say all the time you know it also is always transformed by humans and and so I was really interested in what that really meant, you know. So I think a lot of the things that I write are, or that I research, are really about, you know, human agency and what makes a person the person that he is, as opposed to a person who maybe grew up in the same conditions or in the same society or in the same historical era, but became a totally different person. And um, and what makes some people, you know, uh, find that critical consciousness to empower others and create collective forces of social change and you know other people are completely uninterested in that so I'm uh, I think that's how I really got into research and writing and political science it was uh, it was also a curiosity about why uh, you know different countries had different histories or looked very different in terms of, of whether their power structures or economic inequality or rights or or just geographically looked really different and 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 when you learn more about the structures of power and how states were formed and and the history of the west and the non-west and colonialism and imperialism and all of this you get a much more intricate picture of what it re what politics really means and what it really looks like in different places around the globe and for different communities of people and um, so it still came from that place where um, I was just really interested in in you know human societies and human stories and in the the differences between and the similarities like also all the things that make us that unify us as well. 
And so to narrow it down, you started looking at a certain region. Is that right? I come from the Middle East, and, and one of the, the things I became most, most passionate about in the end was when you study international relations as a discipline, especially when you do a lot of, uh, of critical theory about these kinds of things, uh, human agency and resistance and social transformation and stuff, you, you realize that a lot of academics you know, they begin from theory, and so in a way they, um, they use the, the history of, of Europe and concepts and theories that come out of the European experience of politics or social change or what democracy looks like or what the state looks like or what citizenship looks like, and they just apply it to places like the Middle East. Um, and when they do that, they kind of erase all of the realities on the ground in the Middle East of kind of the, the, the people there and their political struggles and their history and what these concepts actually look like in the Middle East. And they look completely different, right? And so it really came from a place where I wanted to tell the, the stories or to make the realities and the conflicts and the processes of social transformation in this region visible in a discipline that that erases this part of the world often. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so from a local perspective. Exactly, starting almost. from kind of the bottom yeah. up. Yeah, and it's very interesting to hear about uh, how you became a researcher and what brought you to become a researcher. And so uh, with that said, I'm sitting with a book, or the book, <laughs> that just came out in paperback, like you mentioned in the beginning. And it's called The Reemergence of the Single State Solution in Palestine, Israel. How did you start on this book? Tell us about it. The book is, is really an in-depth intellectual and organizational mapping of the reemergence of the one democratic state idea in Palestine and Israel. And it really looks into whether or not this alternative worldview can be seen as a political movement of resistance um, and what kind of potential it has in terms of the power to create a different and more just political and social reality on the land itself in the context of kind of these ongoing processes of, of settler colonialism. Um, and the analysis of the book is based on, on my PhD work um, which was based on in-depth interviews with leading intellectuals involved in the re-emergence of this alternative uh, intellectually, so in terms of its critique of the Oslo Accords and um, its vision or worldview of a more just and equal society, and really on what happened when these intellectuals decided to fuse their worldview with the, the activism and the political practices and maps the power of activists on the ground. Um, so that's really what it's about. But what inspired it the most, I guess, there's, there's this really amazing quote by Howard Zinn, who I really love, who said something like, um, what we as academics and artists and intellectuals and the media generally, you know, what we emphasize the most in our human history is what will determine our lives. So always choose to emphasize those times and places where people came together and behaved magnificently. 
you know, and I think that's really what inspired the writing of this book. It's a snapshot of a particular moment in time and geography uh, where people not only, you know, behaved magnificently, in my opinion, but tried to build a, a political force that would behave magnificently in a very difficult context of uh, oppression and colonialism. Yeah, we were just interrupted by Jan Hallenberg <laughs> at the Institute. Okay, so that's really, really interesting. You were yourself part of, I guess, these people there that were able to get to know them on a different level. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a coincidence. I was, I was kind of at the right place at the right time. I went to a few conferences uh, in London. Uh, one of the first was in 2007 at the School of Oriental and African Studies, where these people, these uh, you know, academics came together and, and launched this, uh, this, this alternative idea again. And it was really inspiring, and I was already working on, on this, uh, theoretically, this idea of, of whether or not intellectuals can really create uh, grassroots movements of political change and what happens when you fuse a worldview that is more just with the, the activism of activists on the ground who know a lot more about the maps to actual power and, uh, and what political practices work and, um, and what political practices don't work in particular geographical spaces. So, so that also academically was very interesting mm -hmm. to me. Yeah, it's really interesting. And so this uh, book is available, you mentioned, on Amazon? Yes, uh, it's available on Amazon now in paperback and in e-version. Um, and you can order it for most libraries as well. Mm. Well, thank you very much for talking to us today. Thank you. Thanks, Shirin. Find us on www.ui.sc. We are also on Facebook on Twitter with UI Sweden and we're also on YouTube where you can watch our seminars and interviews.